0: On an empty stomach. It's happening, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m. it is live. And in fact, we're on time today. What? Uh, You can find it live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Jesus, a pile of shows coming up. Uh, If you haven't been to uh, the website recently, rudypovich.com. Man, shows all over the place. Coming up Wednesday, next Wednesday, I will be at... Uh, Ineffable Brewing in Burnsville, Minnesota. Show is 7 p.m. One of my uh, good friends, Ulysses Zachary, put this thing together. He's been doing this show now for a couple of months. Definitely check it out. A lot of good comics on that, Bill. Um, Looking forward to it. Really looking forward to that show. And then uh, coming up after that, uh, there's a few... I mean just yesterday man um, I don't know five six shows coming down the pike Uh, gonna be in Chicago I had a couple of Chicago people hit me up and say when you coming I finally got a date third weekend of September the 24th 25th 26th I will be at the Comedy Vault with Jonathan Kite also gonna be in Indianapolis the last weekend of August 25th 26th that's gonna be at Gutty's Comedy Club the first weekend of August the 5th and 6th I'm gonna be opening for Victoria Jackson at Gutty's Comedy Club in Southdale that's dina minnesota i believe four shows on that i mean she is just a peach is she not she really is i've never uh i've never met her i have always enjoyed victoria jackson and even just following some of the stuff she's been doing as of recent i've always dug her and thought uh she was like such a shining light in the movie uhf and also on saturday night live for all those years with you know dana and john lovitz oh iconic bits man iconic bits so good. So, anyways, uh, all those dates you can find them at uh, rudypovich.com. So, uh, my apologies about yesterday not coming through on a show only because I was unawares that my daughter was signed up for a gymnastics camp. And they, uh, they kind of, when you don't have an actual office that you go to, when you work from home, you are the de facto go to guy for everything that people don't have time to go do. Uh, case in point so hey uh, girls got gymnastics camp on monday uh huh so can you take them um uh, i i guess what uh, where is it at oh it's in menominee okay what time they got to be there 10am yeah we can make this happen probably 7pm on a sunday is the wrong time to tell a guy that he needs to pack the fuck up and drive halfway through wisconsin <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what's up, Olena? Thanks for stopping by the Instagram. What's up, Danielle? Hi, Shelly. What's up, Mira? BJ? What's happening? A.A., Char, Tara, Amanda, Sally, Jules. What's up, Anna? Thank you to everybody who came out for the Dirty Show over at Spring Street Tavern Club Underground. Man, what a show that was. That was so much fun. For anybody who was there and stuck around and saw Ashley Henderson, god damn it, is She's just One of the sweetest people ever. So funny. Great story. Gal who lived most of her life as a straight woman, had a baby, and then realized, yeah, you know what? Maybe, yeah, dudes ain't my thing. Completely pivots in the middle of her daughter going, whoa, 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 what's up with mom dressing like a boy now and shaving her head? And tells this story so eloquently and funny and flawlessly from stage. I don't know. Watching that girl just get up there and crush Oh, you watch her and you get like, you get angry about how good she is because you're like, fuck, that's, that's what you need. You got to get, you got to get to that level. That's where it is, but it's funny and she's great. And, and we had never really met. I've only seen her a few times. I don't know if she's ever seen me, but when we got off the stage, I walked, I got off the stage, she was going up after me and I walked up and I was like, Hey, cause I had a great set. And then I said, Hey, crush it dude i'm such a fan and i love your stuff and she was like oh thank you and then she got up did her thing and then afterwards her and i sat around and bullshit for a while i'm just such a fan oh love that gal ashley henderson if you get a chance check her out minneapolis based comic just so funny great stories great insight on life and been through a lot you know when you got you know roads that bumpy it definitely comes out the other side what's up jen richard how are you uh, what's up, Chris? Uh, Jules, hey, 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 hey. What's up, Clutch C? Um, yeah, thanks for everybody stopping by that night. That was a blast. All right, I want to get into this for just a moment because we have come to a place in television. See, I'm at that age where I remember a time before Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl. You were able to get away with a lot. I remember watching NYPD Blue... Because they showed ass. And not only ass on ABC, primetime, 9 p.m., they showed male and female ass. Dennis Stans? Was that his name? Dennis Dennis Stans. Ah, shit. I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. But that was a frumpy old man. I bet at the time, though, I mean, he looked like, at our, right now, he looked like he was 73, but I bet he was like 39. That was a frumpy man with a bad mustache and a bald head. And he had the Midwestern butt, which where it starts at his shoulders and ends at the backs of his knees. But this guy, they would show that ass on television like twice a week. No problem. But then couple with that. And as like an 11 year old boy, I was like, yeah. but then if you stuck around long enough, if you got past like 9 47 PM, cause that was an hour long show. If you can make it to the back quarter hour, of NYPD Blue, you might get a little bit of female butt and some side boob. So, um, yeah, I would uh, I would say uh, if you get a chance, go play Google some old NYPD Blue. Not a bad show. Kind of liked it. But uh, once like Janet Jackson hit, which was like 2000, 2000, 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. Once that hit, it was all over. I mean, they put a kibosh on so much television really cleaned itself up that's when vegas went all family friendly they were like um people don't want this anymore and we kind of went down this route for a while where what happened in vegas was completely okay for everyone to know about that is not the vegas i want vegas is back vegas is back with drugs and hookers and glitter strip clubs more drugs you can get a freaking eight ball of cocaine easier than you can get a pack of wrigley's gum that is no joke and that was the that was the vegas that i wanted to go to no i got stuck with family friendly vegas that was bullshit didn't like any of it but getting back to my point uh with the advent of netflix amazon prime hulu a little bit definitely hbo like we are we are pushing more and more boundaries and becoming way more desensitized to any of this stuff that we're seeing on television now. If you go watch High Maintenance on HBO, within like seven minutes of the first episode, there is full-on male sex. Just two dudes just pounding it out. And when I watched that, it didn't even dawn on me like, oh my God, we're past a time that... If that would have been like six years ago, I'd have been like, oh my God. I watched that scene and then like walked into the kitchen and was like, did I just see two dudes fuck? I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Which, at this point in life, at 42, who cares? What I'm saying is, it's one thing to see it on Pornhub. It's another thing to watch it on an actual television show that is scripted. And uh, a couple of months back, I talked about it on this podcast The scene of Tommy and Pam when Tommy Lee has a full on conversation with his dick. I said, We are definitely past Janet. There was, I thought Janet Jackson, when we got to like that level of television, we were going to be stalling out. And that's where we would maybe get back to. Oh, we have so shot past all that, man, for sure. What's up, Gretchen? How are you? Katie Anniker. Uh, I'm going to get to Katie Aniker in just a moment, but I want to finish up my thought here on um, what I saw last night. So uh, Tommy Lee having a conversation with his own dick. Groundbreaking television. Until last night. So I've been a big fan the first two seasons of The Boys. Amazon Prime. It is a uh, uh, scripted show about superheroes. And not good superheroes. It reminds me a lot of radio. Where... People on the outside look at all those people and they go, oh my God, he's just a sweet man. Just a nice guy, very personable. And then they shut the door and that person's a fucking asshole. That is what it reminds me of. There's one guy on that show in particular that reminds me so much of an ex coworker of mine at a radio station. I'm like, I'm floored. Every time I watch it, I'm like, all I do is see that guy and it grosses me out. But I was watching it last night and a friend of mine, Noah, who used to work at a radio station with me, we're both big fans of The Boys. He said, hey, uh, just to give you a heads up, if you're going to watch The Boys, there is uh, a scene in that first episode about 15 minutes in. It's going to blow your mind. And I text back, can't be as crazy as Tommy Lee talking to his own dick. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. We're well past that. Uh, There is a scene where a man drinks himself, and then crawls into another man's dick hole, And not like, you know, implied, they show it. Oh, in all its glory, they show it. Even if you don't watch The Boys, just go watch that one episode. Just the first 15 minutes, episode one, season three, it'll blow your mind. It will absolutely... Ap- I'm like, we are at such a. And the other thing, I'm not a scientist. I mean, I don't know if you guys know that or not. I don't have any degrees. I don't have any medical history uh, of, of like actual scientific research. But if a man shrinks himself, the, the cavern that this guy, I mean, it was about as wide as a straw. I was like, wouldn't we be all dry up in there as dudes? We'd be, if that was just that wide. I mean, this guy was like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom, uh, Doom spelunking. There was that wide. Wa- I'm like, there's no way that that opening is that wide. Because he was like, he had a couple of inches on either side of his shoulders. But anyway, the point that I'm getting at is uh, I didn't think I could beat Tommy Lee having a full-on conversation one-on-one with his penis. But, oh, no, the boys... Season 3 episode 1 we done beat it. All right, let's get to uh Katie Anniker real quick. Oh, people asking about uh what are we talking about? I was just uh um strength himself. Uh I heard drinks the first time i heard oh oh gracie's oh uh, oh shrinks yes he shrinks himself anybody ask oh what's it on that's what i was looking at shelly asked what's it on amazon prime is what the boys are on uh katie Anniker, uh a friend of ours from uh high school days up in hibben minnesota uh her my sister and uh, my sister's sister-in-law i don't know what you'd want to call that my brother-in-law's sister so what would that be in relation to me i guess we're sister-in-laws no i don't know how's that work I don't know. I'm not goddamn Ancestry.com. I'm not here to figure that out either. Uh, the one thing I do love about uh, the business that I'm in is it is it is it's so much goddamn work. Like I don't understand. I don't think people realize like really how much work this business entails. But every once in a while, you get those little tiny moments where it makes it all worth it. Just those small little tiny accolades or a quick meeting or a handshake or someone you really like says, hey, I've seen your stuff and I dig it. That's what makes it all worthwhile, you know? Uh, When I won the Louis Anderson's favorite award for my short film, Raising a Daughter at last year's Z-Fest, that's what makes it worth it. Did we put 40 hours of, you know, filming into that and then another probably 25 of editing and then re-edits and having to make the credits and and submission. I mean, Christ, it's a goddamn lot of work, but you win that award and it makes it all worth it and didn't get paid. There's no money. I can't tell you how much free work I actually do in this business. It's unbelievable. And I don't give a shit. I've always said, man, the money will come. I'll get the people who have the money to pay me. In the meantime, the people that I enjoy, like comedians, actors, people that are my friends, and I'll just do this shit for free. I do it for you anyways. I don't need to get paid all the time. But um, Katie, my sister, and Nikki are going to go to New Kids on the Block tonight uh, via Joey McIntyre, which I've played that audio of my sister meeting Joey McIntyre on uh, the phone on Thanksgiving when Joey had called me. I was doing some work for him. And Joy was nice enough to get uh, my sister and Nikki and Katie some uh, not only tickets, but also some backstage meet and greets for after the show tonight. And my sister has not stopped goddamn talking about it. (laughs) I mean, for three weeks now, she's like, are we set to go? Do we need to buy our own tickets? Do they have actual backstage passes? If we go, uh, is there like a drink minimum? Or do we have to like, like, just relax. We'll get there. Don't worry. And I... Being on the inside, you kind of know, man, like if you're looking to get tickets to a show, don't email a dude like six weeks out. They'll, he'll never remember. If Eliza Schlesinger is coming to town, don't text her like three months when they make the show announcement. Text her 48 hours before the show and go, hey, just wondering, I don't want to be a pain a couple of weeks ago. Probably best to drop like a quick hint, like a month in. she be like, hey, I'll remind you like week of, but if you're cool with it, can I get tickets? And she'll go, absolutely. That's how you do it. So my sister's been on my ass about like, dude, you got to, you got to get me in. You got to get me in. And I'm like, all right, just relax. So I hit up Joey a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, hey man, you know, you had, uh, you dropped a line to my sister. She was wondering if it's still cool. And he's like, dude, absolutely not a problem. Hit me up a couple of days before we'll make it happen. So I had texted Joey last night and I uh, got my sister and her friends all set to go for tonight. So uh, this will all make up for me tearing off my sister's new kids on the block poster, in fifth grade and then Jen mercilessly beating the shit out of me in the alley behind our house to a point where I had to miss the first two hours of school. Whooped my ass, torn shirt buttons ripped off. Oh yeah. And here's the crazy part. When my mom said, uh, why'd she beat you up? I said, cause I tore her new kids on the blog poster off the wall. My mom said, I'd have done the same. God damn. If you would have told me at age seven, No, what age would that have been? 10. If you would have told me at age 10, by the way, the guy's poster you ripped off the wall, he will one day, 30 years from now, get you tickets to one of those shows. I would have said, you're on crack. I don't know what crack is, but you're on it. There's no way in hell. Not happening. Oh, no, it happened. It happened. By the way, if Lucille Ball were to look at Ricky and go, hey, Ricky, I got an idea for a scene here on the next episode. I'm going to crawl into your dickhole. I was watching Leave It to Beaver the other day, and Wally shrunk himself to a point where he actually climbed up Beaver's anus. They went and did a a little caverning. He got one of them hard hats with the lights on top, like a coal miner. Yeah, it was a great episode. I was just, yeah, I think that's the route Ricky'd have been like, "Bitch, pack your pack your shit. This show's done." Uh, what's up, Bengali? How are you, bud? Uh, Jules, major brownie points for you as her brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally, yeah. She'll remember this. And it's here's the thing. You can go out and you can buy those tickets. You can buy tickets to the show. It makes it a better story when somebody in the band that you've loved for that long gets you tickets, right? Totally does. Absolutely. I've said a million times, man. Um, people have asked, hey, can I get a backstage meet and greet? Can I get this? Can... And I always say, like, it's not that hard. It'll You'll always be a fan and the memory is, way more, is worth way more than the actual ticket. Is it not? Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's up, MJ? Um, Katie, you've made up for it for the poster. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, I definitely I, I get my vindication tonight. I mean, don't get me wrong. The physical skill, uh, scars have healed. It is the emotional ones that are probably going to take a while. I wanted to get to a little bit of audio today, too, because I got to make up for uh, missing out on yesterday. I was going to do a bonus episode this week and then was like, you know what, dude? I'm going to Los Angeles on Friday for the Corolla Family Barbecue. I'll be out there for a couple of days. I don't know if I'm going to do any shows or not. I kind of just want to kick it in L.A. I fucking hate Los Angeles. I hate Los Angeles. Hate it. Everything about it. I hate the traffic. I hate the prices. I hate... I can't say the people. I, I enjoy the people. I just don't like it. I never have. I don't even people are like, what about Santa Monica? I'm like, that is not Los Angeles. If I can't afford to go there, that is not the LA that I know. The LA that I know sucks. And I don't want to, I hate going, but every once in a while, you got to bite the bullet, go out, press the flesh, shake a couple of hands. And that's what I'm doing this weekend. So, uh, I was going to, uh, I was going to try to get on a couple of shows, but I think I just kind of want to kick it. And like, stay somewhat relatively sober and not talk some shit, you know, (laughs) because that's usually what happens. I drink a little too much and then open up my big fat mouth. And then, yeah. Uh, Mira, I agree. My biggest regret was not getting floor tickets for the Holland Oats last year. Oh no, you can live with that regret. Trust me. Trust me. I think you'll be just fine. You probably did yourself a favor. Yeah, absolutely. Could you imagine? I mean, Maneater at any length is hard on the ears. But if you're up close and per, I mean, you may have gone deaf. I'm just saying you may have uh, dodged a bullet on that one. Uh, real quick, a little bit of audio here. Jennifer Aniston taking some shit about here's what, uh, uh, so I got it here. I got it here, right? There we go. Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston taking a little bit of shit recently about something that she said that she's glad she got into the business before everybody started blowing up off of social media and tiktok and instagram here's what she had to say and it was right at the time when the internet was just yeah becoming it really sort of shaped so much of a new culture kind of about I this know. thing of people becoming famous for basically doing not nothing but yet having these incredible careers and then women's sort of reputation i mean pam Harris Hilton, I feel so lucky that we got a little taste of the industry before it became what it is today, which is just different. More streaming services, more people, you're famous from TikTok, you're famous from YouTube, you're famous from Instagram. It's sort of, it's almost like it's diluting the actor's job. Absolutely. (laughs) 1000%. She's taking a lot of shit right now because they're like, oh, really, Jennifer Aniston? Because weren't you born into the business? Weren't your parents already in the industry? That don't mean shit. That means absolutely nothing. Go back and watch a little movie called Leprechaun, okay? Watch that movie. Because that was Jennifer Aniston's first role, and she is awful in that movie. I mean, terrible. To look the way Jennifer Aniston does at age, what, 51? To have been in this business for as long as she has. To have endured. I get that she's paid handsomely and is rich a million times over let's not forget that you still have to show up and do the goddamn work. That's the thing that drives me nuts about it. I hate that, that, uh, when people go, like I was just talking about when people go, I don't watch the Oscars, rich people applauding each other beneath me. I'm like, Hey man, do you know what it's like to be on a film set? I mean, Tom Cruise and Top Gun better win a goddamn Oscar this year. That was the biggest undertaking in years to do a movie. Everybody's doing green screens. It's all on a soundstage. Shit, no. Those guys were on actual carriers with cameras mounted to the planes. Those guys better win a goddamn Oscar for something. I don't care what it is. Anything. Jesus. And I hate that. I hate that, oh, your parents were born into it. It means nothing. Ask any pro athlete. If your kid is not good enough, they do not start. That's just the way it is. If you're not it doesn't matter what name you have. Ask if that was the case if uh if you got to go start for the Dallas Cowboys just because your dad was the owner, Jerry Jones, you'd lose every game. If you are Jerry Jones's kid, he doesn't put you on the field. And it's the same with it's the same with acting. It's the same with eventually you get sussed out. That was my biggest, you know, um sort of like Gripe about Lori Laughlin. Can you believe that they got her daughter into USC? She's taken a spot from all the smart kids. Yeah, the smart kids are going to be just fine. Lori Laughlin's daughter is still going to be a dum-dum. She's probably, you still have to do the work. Eventually, people suss you out. It's the same reason why, like, these TikTok people go out on stage and have like these giant huge productions because they go to do like an hour and a half of stand up at the Pantages Theater and it's not just them with a stool and a bottle of water and a microphone fuck no it's pyrotechnic it's basically everything to distract you from how bad this really is cuz they just haven't put the time in yet but you got to strike while the iron's hot you got 37 million followers on TikTok and they all got 100 bucks in their pocket willing to give it to you you better get your ass out there you better be able to do something so i agree with her I agree that uh, it's been diluted. I mean, look at at this. This is what this is. The barrier to entry. Holy shit. When I first got into this, it was, we're going to move to Mankato and we're going to do the goddamn overnights on the weekend. And then we're going to move to lacrosse and do the overnights on the weekend. And then we're going to get the overnight shift. And then we're going to maybe do the night shift. And then eventually you're going to work in the afternoons. And that's seven years of your life. Now, I literally bought a camera and a laptop, and boom, we got shit rolling. It's not that difficult anymore. Jesus. And I would argue more listeners to this show than my first two radio stations ever. So, <laughs> it's goddamn crazy. So, don't be getting on Jennifer Aniston's case about this, all right? I think she's, she's, she can have that opinion, because that woman has put in the work. So, good for her. Tell everyone to piss off. Jesus. <sighs> all right, anyways... Uh, no segues today. I ain't got time for segues. We got too much other crap that needs to get done. Uh, I wanted to play some Amber Heard stuff, but actually this is the one I wanted to get to. This guy's going viral for applauding and then repeating every single name of every graduate at his daughter's graduation. Jackson, Jackson. All the other- I love this guy. I love everything about this guy. This guy's fantastic. This guy is exactly what kids need and or want. I know it sucks now. She's probably embarrassed, like all get out, like, oh, my God, I can't believe my dad is going viral on TikTok. That is super embarrassing. Give it 15 years. She's going to look at dad and go, that's pretty amazing, dad. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I'm glad that you you went and did this. Sucks now, probably. Dropped my daughter off at gymnastics camp yesterday with her friend, Anna, and Kenley was mortified. She was just like, you have to shut up. Please shut up. We were walking through the line, and they have you meet with, you know, getting like all your paperwork, and you're getting checked in, and then they have you meet with like three or four trainers from the camp, and they ask ask the girls, so do you have like any injuries, or do you have like any, is there any, you know, medications or anything that you're on? And the guy had asked, um, the guy had asked like, Hey, uh, is everything okay? Like you feeling all right? Uh, you guys got any pains or anything? And I said, well, I'm glad you asked actually, I got a little bit of a thing going on in my shoulder right here. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not you. I meant, I meant the girls. I was like, yeah, no shit. Absolutely. I know what you're talking about. Kinley was mortified. So we're on the way back out to the car and I don't remember, I was like singing like a, uh, she caught something when it fell out of the vehicle. And it was a very good reflexive, you know, it was like a water bottle before it hit the ground. She grabbed it. And I was like, oh my God, were you bit by a spider? And then I start singing, spider kin, spider kin, does whatever spider pig does. Does she swing from a rope before the water? And then she slams the door and I walk around to the other side of the car. And then when I open up the car, I immediately go, water bottle hits the ground. Look out she does not laugh. Her friend, Anna gets a goddamn kick out of it. And I silently turned around and I said, Kinley, I don't think you realize how funny I am. Not now. Eventually you will. Uh, Chris can't hear that guy. Oh, you couldn't hear that dude. All right. Well, sometimes shit happens. Just, uh, download the audio version of this. Cause this is exactly where we pull the audio from. And it goes up shows, more shows and shows. Is that how we say that? Anyways, find Uh, find, a. Um, all the dates, rudypovich.com, Ineffable Brewing. That's happening on Wednesday night. Good show, 7 p.m., Highway 42 in Burnsville. And then uh, that first weekend of August, opening for Victoria Jackson. Four shows altogether, together, Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, that'll be uh, Gutty's Comedy Club. I'll get you some more details on that. Batavia, Illinois, going to be there uh, coming up in September, which is already crazy, man, that we're just getting already halfway through July. I'm like, we got plenty of time, man. Plenty of time. My one year off of radio is coming up here in like a week and a half. And I'm like, it's been a goddamn year? How crazy! It just seems like yesterday, man, like I was just like packing up my headphones and getting out of there. But now, man, a year. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, uh, all that stuff you can find at rudypovich.com. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every single day at 945 a.m. It goes live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. If you're going to the New Kids on the Block concert tonight, uh, hopefully you have a good time. Can't wait to hear all about it. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland.